I've been hearing a lot lately that women are feeling like they are stuck in a rut. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's someone you know and love. And I'm here to tell you that it is normal to sometimes feel like you're in a rut, but you don't have to stay there. This happens a lot of times, but especially in these winter months. Today, I'm going to give you my top tips to get unstuck and how you can use this season of Lent to do that. I have found that even those who do not necessarily affiliate with a religion, so to speak, will give something up for Lent. If you don't know, beginning on Ash Wednesday, which is today, Lent is a season of reflection and preparation before the celebrations of Resurrection Day, also known as Easter. By observing the 40 days of Lent, Christians replicate Jesus Christ's sacrifice and withdrawal into the desert for 40 days. Many will abstain from things like social media, sugar, alcohol, and the list goes on, and I'll talk about some of those in this episode. So let's tackle what this might look like for you. Hey friend, I'm Melissa, and I'm obsessed with cheering on other women in this thing called life. I'm all about grabbing a cup of coffee, having healthy conversations, and making a strong connection with others as we walk through what life brings. I'm a wife, homeschooling mom of three, online health and fitness coach, group coaching program creator, and the owner of Destination Uco. The Healthy Connections podcast is here to connect you to other women who have found their purpose in life and are going for it. It's here to connect you with healthier options for your family through fitness to nutrition and to help you in creating healthier connections with your children and those you love. We are creating those healthy connections through conversation, community, and a little bit of coffee. I want you to come as you are and celebrate your wins with us. When you come to sit at the table with me every Wednesday, it is my hope and my prayer that you are left feeling inspired and ready to tackle the rest of your week with your head held high. I will be cheering you on as you go after those health and fitness goals. I will help you recognize how to find the happiness in all of your relationships. We want to help you honor the body God has given you physically so that you can overcome what life throws you mentally so that you can shine your light. Sound good? Okay, my friend, grab a cup of coffee, a jug of water, or a glass of Chardonnay, put on those cozy socks and those yoga pants, and welcome to the conversation at the Healthy Connections Podcast. All right, welcome to today's episode of the Healthy Connections Podcast. Thank you so much for being with me again today. Let's dive into those three things we are thankful for. I like to do this so that we can start with that mindset of gratefulness, right? So I am super thankful for, I've said this before, my job as a body health coach. I just love the flexibility of my time. Um, When my son was sick, he had that 24-hour stomach bug on Friday I didn't have to call in sick. I didn't have to take time off of work. I was able to be home with him. So I'm very thankful for that. I am also thankful for the fact that he, it was only 24 hours and that he recovered super fast. So that's something else I'm grateful for. So that's like a two for one. And I am grateful for the New England weather. (laughs) It is so crazy. Yesterday, we were outside, no jackets, walking on a trail. It was beautiful. It was like 62 degrees. Today, it's like 30 degrees and snowing. It is crazy, but I am thankful for the different seasons because 
I know that not everybody gets to enjoy the snow. And that is my way of flipping it upside down. And instead of hating the snow, I am just appreciating that this season was super mild and we are almost at the end of it. All right. So what are your three things? You can pause this episode, say them out loud, practice this with your kids and your spouse, um, but make sure that you're starting your day with a mindset of gratefulness. All right, so let's talk about what a fitness or health rut is. Generally, it's a plateau in progress, right? It's a feeling of being stuck or not knowing what to do next because maybe you're weight loss has halted, or maybe you have completely gone off the rails and you're just frustrated and you have no idea where to start back. Like it's getting so off track that you're annoyed with yourself and you can't get jazzed up to start again. Maybe you've been working out for a while and you can't seem to get the results you're looking for, or maybe you've just reached a point where you're not motivated to work out anymore, period. It can be really discouraging. And I understand that. So this Lent season, for me personally, I'm omitting alcohol. So I did dry January and have had some wine and other beverages in February for my birthday. But I found I was much happier and felt so much better without it in January. So it's going away again for Lent. Resurrection Day is my favorite holiday of all not because of the bunny or the Cadbury eggs, even though those eggs are quite tasty. It is because of the meaning of the holiday. Some of the most popular and some of the most obscure things that people give up during Lent are things like biting their nails. They give up cursing, which is a good thing to give up. Um, Chocolate, meat, like red meat, coffee, fast food, online shopping, social media, watching the news, amen to that. Um, That list goes on, my friends. It goes on and on and on. You can give up whatever you'd like. You're essentially fasting from a habit you are hoping to break or a practice you want to implement in order to strengthen your relationship with God. It's a replacing something unhealthy with something healthy. For example, like replacing social media with devotional time, something like that. I know for me, this is a great time to draw closer to my relationship with God and my faith in those times that I would typically want to pour a glass of wine as an example for what I'm giving up. So I think a lot of times we um, Christians and people that don't identify with a within religious organization or whatever, um, a lot of times we'll turn to food or beverages or just unhealthy habits to deal with stress. Sometimes a lot of people might not do that. I also turn to exercise or something like that. But during this time, I think it's more prevalent to be turning to some unhealthy habits to deal with the stresses that life is bringing in 2023, right? And so this might be a good time for you. Maybe I'm not even speaking to you. Maybe you've got it all under control and that's awesome. But if I am speaking to you, um, even if you don't participate in Lent, now may be a good time to implement a change to help you get out of that rut that you might be going through. So here are some tips. 
set goals. I've said this before in many episodes that setting goals is really helpful. Start by setting realistic goals for yourself and decide what you'd like to accomplish during this time. It's 40 days. It's a 40-day period during Lent specifically. So that is my goal to make it these 40 days with no alcohol. And what is your goal going to be? Will it be, I just want to make it three weeks of making sure that I do my workouts? Or is it that you want to make it two weeks of making sure you get your water in? So you're going to replace your soda habit with drinking water. That would be an awesome goal, by the way, to do at any time. Find new activities. So find new activities to replace the ones that you're looking to replace. So going on a walk, reading a book, playing outside with your kids, drink some tea, do a workout, diverting your attention away from the thing that is taking too much of your attention is what we are trying to do here. All right, so find new activities, get support, talk to your friends and your family about whatever it is you're trying to do, what your goal is. Having support can make it easier to stay motivated and accomplish it. Track it. So start tracking how you're feeling during this process. I always have those that I coach track their food intake, track their activity, Um, so that I can just take a peek at it and see how they're doing. But this is tracking how you're feeling. And I also have them do that. Like, how are you feeling after your exercise? How do you feel after you have a glass of wine versus how you feel after having a non-alcoholic beverage? This can help you stick to your goals and get a better picture of how you're doing overall. Perhaps you're trying to reduce cravings by eating healthier. Here are some tips to help with that. Start with simple exercises to reduce the craving. So if you are craving, I don't know, chocolate cake or chips or popcorn or whatever, insert your vice here, no matter how small a workout session can help reduce that desire. If you just go do a workout, I'm telling you right now, it could be 20 minutes, it could be 30 minutes you will have less desire to go get those chips than you did before. I'm telling you, it's just how it works. You can drink more water. Staying hydrated can help ease those cravings. You might not be hungry. You might be thirsty. Eat small snacks throughout the day to keep your blood sugar levels even. So an apple with a handful of walnuts, for example, is a balanced snack with carbohydrates, healthy carbohydrates, some protein, and some healthy fats. Practice mindfulness. So being aware of your thoughts and feelings can help you focus on other things. So one thing that I love to tell my clients is to really think about What is it that's actually driving you to go open that fridge or to go open the cabinet or to pry open the ice cream container? Like, what is it? Are you bored? Are you stressed? And really think about those things. Is the ice cream going to help you in the long term deal with the stress that you're managing in that moment? Not likely. It's more than likely going to make it worse down the road. And the same is true for alcohol. The same is true for the chips, It you know, or any 
behavior that's not good for our health. It's not, it's gonna, it's not even going to fix it in the moment. It's going to exacerbate it. So really think about the mindfulness piece and journal about it. I want you to start keeping a food journal and that will help you get out of your rut. If you're, if you're keeping a food journal and you see, oh my goodness, I ate this, this, and this, there's no, I don't want you to have any guilt about that. But what I really want you to do is just be more, that's going to just raise your awareness of what you are eating. I talk to a lot of women every day and I ask them, what did you eat yesterday? That's making you feel the way you feel today. And then they'll go through what they ate and they're like, I thought I did good yesterday, but I actually realize now that I had ice cream and I had too much of X, Y, and Z. And I had two scoops of my kids' mac and cheese. And, you know, while having two scoops of mac and cheese in and of itself is not bad and you should not beat yourself up about it. If it's not bringing you closer to your goals and it's happening day after day, it might be time for a change so that you can start to feel better. Giving yourself grace along the process, but also starting to practice some mindfulness. And that is by keeping a journal, really asking yourself, do I really need this right now? Or am I acting on emotion? My friend, I have been there. I have done that. And so that is why I have these tips and tricks on how to overcome these things so that you can start feeling better. That's the goal. So think about the long-term effects versus the short-term satisfaction. Stay positive and remind yourself that you are in control of your decisions when it comes to your health. It is your body that you have been gifted this one life to live inside of. And so the better you treat it, the better you are going to show up in it. All right. So we all face bumps in the road when it comes to our health and fitness journey. Finding out how to get out of a fitness rut can be difficult, but you don't have to do it alone. And it doesn't have to be hard. I will keep saying this. This is so simple. It's not easy, but it's not horribly difficult. It can seem difficult, but it's really not. There are simple steps that you can take to be on the road. One thing at a time, one week at a time. So one week, increase your water. The next week, start an exercise regimen on top of the water. It's like the snowball method. You do one thing for a week, then you add to it the next week, master that part, then you add to it the next week. And before you know it, you're like a snowball going down the mountain and you've got your momentum. So to start working through this rut, it's important to focus on your why. Why did you start working out in the first place? Was it to feel better, get stronger, or to push yourself to reach a goal? Reminding yourself of these reasons can be a great way to get yourself motivated and back into a productive routine and to stick to the goals you've set. Another great tip is to get creative. So try mixing up your routine and adding some variety back in. Try some new types of classes or activities, take a weekend hike, or just try something completely different. Anything that gets you moving and having fun can be a great for getting you out of that rut, my friend. The last thing we want to talk about is to make sure to be gentle with yourself. Grace upon grace upon grace, my friend. 
If you're feeling down about your progress or not hitting your goals, don't be too hard on yourself. Focus on the progress you have made instead of dwelling on the progress you haven't. The most important thing is to keep going and stay positive. This is why having a coach and or a community around you can really, really be helpful. So I hope you found this episode to be helpful. It's a nice quick episode for you today. It's always my goal to have you leave with one helpful nugget. If you did, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a thing. Leaving a five-star review is totally free to do. And if you feel led, that would be amazing. Those five stars are the lifeblood of a podcast. It helps us reach more people and share the message. Just scroll down on your podcast app and tap that five-star button. Two seconds. Boom. Done. Today's verse ties in with the meaning of Lent and to see what we may be putting before our walk with him. Matthew 6 verse 21 says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I wanted to also share a little something from my accountability group where I go through 57 Simple. I have some women absolutely crushing it. And one of them, she says, I feel so strong today and I honestly didn't feel like getting the workout done, but pushed myself and I'm so glad I did. My response to her was that it's always something we don't regret doing but we regret not doing it. And she said, that's so true. And I wouldn't be where I am at all without you in this group. So thank you. And then I responded with, you're doing all the work. And that is something that, you know, as a coach, I am your biggest cheerleader. I am your biggest fan. I will cheer you on. I will course correct you. I'll give you some tough love, but it's all in love. And you're doing the work though. You are getting up off your couch because I can't pull you. I can't. She lives in Georgia. I can't go down there and pull her off her couch and push her to go push play. But she has found it within herself. And I am so proud of her for getting after it, for doing the simple things that are going to bring her and her son so much more healthy happiness because she is feeling her best so that she can take care of the little boy that she loves the most. So if you're looking for help on your journey, there is a note in the show notes that you can shoot me an email, but I will give you my email right now. You can send me a message. It's getting it back, G-E-T-T-I-N-G, it back, the number four, good at gmail.com. That's getting it back, the number four, good at gmail.com. Just shoot me a message, say, I need your help. It can be short, it can be long, whatever. I answer my own emails. I don't have a team working for me. This is what I do. So I'd love to chat with you. Until next week, my friend, connect with others with a simple smile, a hug, or a high five. And remember to be well, be kind, and find the happy in the everyday.